Welcome to another Sunday experience at Resurgent Church. Each time we gather, whether it be online or in person at Resurgent, our mission is to see hearts revived, relationships restored, culture reformed, and nations reawakened. Today, as you listen, it's our prayer that something within you comes alive to the things of God, whether it be His great love for you or the good things He has planned for your future. We hope that you enjoy today's sermon. Well, hello, 2022. I love that we have declared the banner over you, Resurgent, those who call Resurgent home, and anyone else that tracks with us. But we are declaring 2022 as the year to take new ground. And we feel this so strongly in our spirit, so strongly in our heart. And we're here in the third week of 2022 right now around the third week and I want to speak a message to you today that will help us take new ground. Often the messages we speak into January are messages that we want to return back to again and again all year. You know, this banner and the way we live out this banner is that we would speak this out and then you would take what the Word God has even given you personally, given maybe your family, if you're part of a family or a marriage or as an individual, and you would couple them together and say, okay, this is what God is saying across my spiritual family to me personally. And then you begin to say it to others. So across the year, We can remind you of the words that God has spoken into your heart. And often we need that. We need people to echo, echo back to us what God has promised, what God has said. We need to echo back to others the song that they have been singing and maybe lost. Well, I don't sing, so... You're not going to hear me sing out loud and echo back that song. But you know what I mean. We are going to echo back what God is doing and saying to you. You know, for the people to get even to where they got to before as the banner scripture has been read out, Moses was dead and Joshua was going to lead these people into the promised land. And God was saying, be of good courage. All the land I give you everywhere you place your feet is going to be yours. You're going to take new ground. Joshua, you're going to lead the people to take new ground. You are Joshua's friend. It's not just a leader that's Joshua. We are Joshua's taking a generation, taking a group of people, taking a family, taking friends, taking neighbours into new and promised ground. But when Moses was alive, even to get people to where they got to, I want to show you part of what I believe built resilience in these people so they could go and take the new ground. And we find ourselves in Deuteronomy 31 and 32. Moses was leading the people. He's now 120 years old. God told him to hand over the leadership of these people to Joshua. So he was kind of coaching him along the way before he died. And the way he told uh, Joshua, well, God told Moses to hand over leadership to a people who were going to go and take that new ground is to teach them a song, 
to teach them a song. In Deuteronomy 31, verse 47, he says, The words of this song are not just mere words. They are your life. By obeying them, you will enjoy a long life in the land you are taking ground in, the crossing of the Jordan to occupy. Now that song, if we track back, was actually acknowledged in Psalm 68 and it's called the Song of Triumph. And friend, I believe today there's going to be a song of triumph that God is going to ask you to learn, a way of declaring, a way of speaking, a way of singing, a way of humming, an anthem that is going to come out from your life. And that is what you are going to access to take this new ground. This is the song they sung as they entered the promised land and they crossed this sea and they moved into the land that they were going to occupy. The word triumph is defined as a great victory or achievement. It was, a, it was a word for the ride into Rome by a general after a victory, after he defeated his enemy in battle and he was extending his kingdom. There was this song that was sung because kingdom ground had been taken in their eyes. It means victory, win, conquest, success, achievement, mastery. I believe there's things you are going to master this year, master habits you're going to master that are going to allow you to have victory in places in your soul, in your mind, in the, in the places we declared fearless freedom. Unless you now master new habits, you will go back to bondage, friend. And so we are believing that this year builds such incredible foundation on last year's prophetic declaration that it was the year of fearless freedom. And now we're going to take new ground because of that freedom that has been won and fought for in your life. But now the battle and the kingdom needs to be extended. This sense of triumph, I believe it's going to pervade so much and we're going to celebrate with each other with this song of triumph and we're going to see little, little victories and little battles and little parts, little bits of ground taken and we're going to celebrate the whole way along. Psalm 68, let them sing their celebration songs for the coming cloud rider whose name is Yahweh. To the fatherless, he is father. To the widow, he is champion friend. To the lonely, he gives family. To the prisoner, he gives freedom. And to each sing for joy their own song of triumph, friend. This song is not just for you. This song is for all those lonely, widow, in need. Verse 10, in your kindness, you provided the poor with abundance. What a glorious Lord. Verse 19, it's a long song, just jumping through a few. He gives us salvation over and over. He carries our burdens. Verse 23, my people will be the conquerors. 
Your triumphal procession keeps moving onward in holiness, friend. This is going to be what happens this year. Verse 27, look, your favoured youth are leading the way. We declare that. We prophesy that in Jesus' name. Our young people who the enemy wants, who the enemy is distracted and disconnected from the purposes of God, they will be leading the way. And I love this, verse 29. Do it all again, Lord, and parade your mighty power. This song that was sung, this song they sung crossing into their promised land is the song we are going to sing in 2022. So I want to talk about how this song plays out in your life. I want to talk about what it means to take new ground and keep this anthem at the forefront of your soul and your spirit and your body as we begin, write it up, as you begin to sing it. It's such a full-bodied experience when you sing something. You remember things better when you sing it. You actually shift atmospheres when you sing it. You know, when the girls were little, they used to, of course, watch in Australia something called the Wiggles. And I know we have it here too, but they were Australian and so we would all the time watch the Wiggles. And they would leave the room and I would still be like, beep, beep, little red car, beep, beep, humming away, singing away, like singing the song that had got into my brain and into my heart with a rhythm to it, that even when they were gone, why am I still singing these songs? It's because we don't realise actually the hum And the way mindsets, words, atmospheres, environments can get into our heart and form the song of our life. It becomes an anthem and a theme to our life. And we've got to take control of it, friend. You might have had a song over the last season that you know has got to shift and you've got to intentionally change that. I love Psalm 72 verse 23 when I open up in song to you I let out lungs full of praise my rescued life is a song it's not just perfection that you're gonna sing about it's your rescued messy imperfect oh look where God was in the middle of this journey life It's easy to sing in the good times. It's easy to praise on the mountaintop. But I'm talking about an anthem that is going to form in dark places, hard places, taking new ground places that is not easy because there's lots of kings and enemies that want that ground you're taking. And this is a song that is going to form in you. So here is what this song will do. And across this year, as you come back to these messages, and listen to them again. I want to remind you, this is what singing, this is what declaring, this is what coming together and doing together is going to accomplish in your life. You ready? Here's the three thoughts I have. The first thing a song of triumph does as you're taking new ground is it signposts you. It instructs you, even in the night season, when you can't see what's meant to be happening, you can sing and you can remind your soul, this is the way to walk in it, go. 
Psalm 42 says, Why are you downcast, my soul? Why do you moan and are disquieted within me, hoping God and wait expectantly for Him? I will praise Him. He's my help and my God. It goes on in verse 60 of this same psalm. God, my life is cast down and I find the burden more than I can bear. Therefore, I will remember you. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. A prayer to the God of my life, even in the night season. This will instruct me. Friend, darkness, doubt, the deconstructions some people are doing, the the overwhelm, the pain, those moments that are not just going to be, wow, new ground, I'm excited, victory. It's in those dark night seasons that this song and these promises and the people singing and echoing it back to you are most necessary. Do you know it's okay to question God? Do you know it's actually okay even in doubt? God, where are you? Soul, where is God? Can you find him? Because I can't. Those really honest, like I, I spend so much of my time in a, in a counseling, coaching type space with believers that refuse to get honest about their emotions and honest about what is going on in that emotional space because all they want to do is stay positive and faith. And it's amazing. Get your mindsets right. But what the psalmist does constantly is he gets honest before the Lord first. Oh my gosh, this feeling, it's not right or wrong. It is what it is. It's not my master, what my feeling is and my emotions are, but they're real and they need to come to God. Those night seasons, friend, you bring that to God and you let that song come into that emotional space and then you offer it back to God, real, authentic. We don't want to see a fake, false year of taking ground and everything's perfect type of community. We want to hear the but, so, if, even so type of faith that says, yes, this is my reality, yet will I praise God. But even if God doesn't, I still will. Like that type of this is what life is like right now, but you're still in the midst of it. In spite of situations, you begin to speak into being through the authentic encounters with God and others, what you're still believing for, your song, your banner word. There were times last year when I had a friend who had a word over her year with the fearless freedom. She said, I want it to be this. And she went deeper into what her word wanted to be. And later on in the year, I watched her really rocky in her faith and really, really rocky in her mental well-being at the time. And I said to her, I wish I had remembered your word. I wish we had more and more dived deep into your word and what it meant for you because I would have sung it back over you. I would have spoken it back over you. I would have reminded you, wow, your word 
at the beginning of the year was going to shape and form and give you anchors for what you needed right now. She did it. She had her word, but I wish I'd remembered it to echo it back to her. I wish she'd reminded me, friend, pastor, would you actually echo this back to me? The second thing that your song will do is it will shift atmospheres as you are taking this new ground. It will shift atmospheres. As we know all the way through the Scriptures, any time the people of God were moving towards new land to possess and ground to possess and fights to be had and kings to defeat and enemies that were actually on that ground. What they often did first was they sent those worship warriors out first. And Andrew's got a phenomenal message on what God instructed Joseph to do around some gates that were going to fall down in a city. And here I want to remind us that our song shifts atmospheres. Psalm 8, God, brilliant Lord, you Yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. Even toddlers, even babies are to hear songs and words and promises that you are going to declare. It silences atheist Babel and it drowns out enemy talk. There is a voice inside of you, friend, that needs to be louder than what the enemy wants to come and tell you you cannot do, you cannot become. It's got to silence the enemy babble. And it's not just by you shouting it. The loudness has to come from within as you get stronger and stronger in why God's called you, who He's called you to be, where He's called you to be. And it's not even just you, it's Him. It's knowing more about Him. But this shifts atmospheres and shifts environments. And that's what praise does. It welcomes the presence of God. And I'm not just talking corporate praise. I'm talking in your own home. I'm talking arresting thoughts. I'm talking the overshadowing darkness and beginning to put on worship, beginning to put on a sound that is a sound of faith. I have beautiful teenage girls, but we fight constantly over what radio station to have on in the car. And I am, I love words. Words are my thing. If you know me, you know that. And so every song they want to play, I'm listening over the words. And you ask them, it drives them crazy. I'm like, I can't believe they're saying that. I can't believe you're singing that. I can't believe, and we talk and talk and we talk a lot about it. And I don't want to shame them in this season, but oh my gosh, words matter. Songs matter, sounds matter. And now one of the radio stations that was normal has become a Christian radio station in Montreal, which, come on, it's kind of cool, but it's often Christian country. And I'm so sorry, but like, if you don't like country, you may not like some of their songs, but I was talking about, 
it with them. And one of my daughters who goes to a French high school is saying on the bus, they still have that radio station. And so in the morning, she'll often hear like worship songs on in the bus. And I'm like, I wonder if the bus driver knows or maybe the bus driver doesn't speak English and so doesn't realize what is on. But whatever the case, I love a sound that is being sung over these students as they are on their way to school. And I'm telling you, it's it's Quebec. That is not normal. And so might be normal in some parts of the world. It's not normal here. But I believe it changes an atmosphere. At nighttime, I hear most of my girls' bedrooms some worship they just put on as they're falling asleep. And for every struggle, for every part of their own journey they're on personally, for everything they're navigating, figuring out, maybe deconstructing, walking out their own faith as they need to in a loving environment with us. There's still something at night when I hear worship on as they're going to sleep. Oh my God, you're going to just invade that atmosphere of their room. And you, friend, it can be the same for you. It will shift an atmosphere. And lastly, what does a song do? A song is going to stretch you. A a song is going to invite you to the wide, open, expansive life that God has called you as we take new ground. And I don't mean like COVID stretch of overeating comfort type two years for someone like me. I mean a stretch, an enlargement in your spirit, an enlargement in expectation. Isaiah 4, I love this. I speak this. I spoke this personally when I couldn't have children. I speak this over any promise that people are believing for. But it says here in Isaiah 54, spread out, think big, sing barren woman who has never had a baby, fill the air with song, you who never got what you wanted, experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more more than children, far more than those childbearing women. God says so. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep because after you've stretched and after you've enlarged and after you're taking this new ground, then you've got to drive the habits deep, the tent pegs deep, the revelation. If I want what I'm singing that I want, if I want this new ground, then I've got to live differently. Do you start praying prayers, friend? And you go, God, I believe in new ground is promotion. I believe in new ground is a home. I believe in new ground is a relationship. I believe in new ground there is influence. Well, why don't you begin to live as if you've got it? As if what habits would have to change in your life, what tent pegs would have to go deeper if you had what you were praying you want? It's a really challenging question. I coach, like most of my days, I'm in a coaching space with people, either locally in our church or across the leadership sphere of the global church. And I'm always saying, what would it take right now to live as if you have what you're believing for? What would need to change? What would change? What would be different when you wake up? Because there is so much we have control of that you 
often as Christians, we think God, it's all God. But it's this beautiful co-laboring between God and us. I have books I want to write. And I have friends saying, well, what have you done about it? What have you edited yet? What have you, and I'm like, I'm stalling here. I've, I'm frozen here. I can't do the design on it here. And they're like, but what can you do? What's yours to do? Not, not what you've got to outsource, but what's yours to do? Have you edited it? Have you written the next chapter? Like there's such powerful action steps that we are called to take. And here the scriptures say, clear the ground for your tents and then make your tents large, put out plenty of rope and drive those tent pegs deep. You're going to need elbow room for the land and the family and the promise and what God has for your life. You're going to need to take, you're going to take over whole nations, abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. That right there is so beautifully speaking to the human heart. Often we're not going to say the land we want. For me to just say book out loud right now, even though a few people know it, Like that, putting out there and then fearing the shame of coming up short and not doing it or not going anywhere or not making the impact I dream of making. Man, we've got to start saying out loud what it is, where God is calling us, what God is calling us into, because we're not going to come up short. So don't hold back. You're not going to be embarrassed. This is the time in your groups, because many of you are watching this, you're going to begin to talk dreams and talk new ground and say what kind of new ground is Andrew's teaching, where the new ground, what new ground can look like. And we've got to start saying it out loud because when it's within us and it's not coming out of our mouth, the enemy has reign over it. But the moment it comes out of our mouth, something changes. Dream big, friend. But let me end New Ground Revelation song you're going to sing by saying this. Ultimately, New Ground, ultimately your song, ultimately your life is meant to have people on the other side of it. Not just you. Life is not just about you and I. We say it resurgent all the time. It's about us and not just about us. It's both and. But I want to end with this scripture, Romans 15. Strength is for service, not for status. God's speaking like this promise. The writer's speaking like all the strength of God, all the revelation of Romans and in Romans 15, 4, it says, Strength, this strength, this gift from God, this promise, this way He's calling you to live, it's for service, not status. Always ask, How can I help? Let it always ask, How can I help? May our dependably steady God, steady and warmly personal God, develop maturity in you so you get along with each other, unity, as Jesus got along with us all, and then we'll be a choir. So the serving, the spirit of that, then we become a choir. 
Not our voices only, but our very lives singing in harmony, a stunning anthem to God and Father of our Master, Jesus Christ. What's going to shout the loudest in your life, friends, is serving, servanthood, helping others, making the new ground you want and believe for, have helping others on the other side of it. Because all of a sudden then that beautiful desire and that beautiful intention and that promised land you want, there was so many people to liberate when the people of God were asked to possess promised land. It wasn't just for them. It was for the others that were going to set free. It was for the generations to come for their life. And I just feel this season where we've been in such self-preservation, 2022 is a year that you go, I am not going to live in self-preservation. I'm going to serve others. I'm not going to be as focused on myself. And I'm going to use what God has given me to serve other people. This year, would you enter 2022 with faith for this new ground? with intention and heart that wants to serve others. You are not going to be embarrassed and you are not going to come up short, friend. This is our promise. This is our song. Keep singing it, a song of triumph. Keep making it be about God, about others, about you and freedom that you are now driving habits deep to stay in and watch God help you possess land and territory everywhere you place your feet. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Friend, it's such an honour to have you engage with our teaching here at Resurgent. This is Vanessa Hoyes and my husband Andrew and I are so honoured to communicate the gospel of grace with each of you as you listen, lean in, take what the Lord is saying to you and apply it to your life. If you are curious about what it means to follow Jesus Christ or today something in your spirit leapt around this gospel, this good news of hope and faith that you can have in Jesus Christ. Today, you are so welcome to invite Jesus Christ into your heart as Lord and Saviour. And you can repeat this prayer even wherever you are, on your walk, in your car, in your room, wherever you are, you can call on the name of Jesus and you can find this gift of salvation. I would be honoured to lead you in this prayer today. Why don't we pray together, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me, for dying on the cross for my freedom. I ask that you would forgive me of all of my sin. And today I accept you as my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name, Amen. Friend, what an incredible moment, not just for this lifetime here on earth, but for all of eternity, you would call on the name of Jesus and one lost person would come home into this saving relationship with him. We celebrate today with you. Why don't you email us and let us know that you made this decision so we can help you take your next step or tell a friend that you know is a follower of Jesus. 
And for those who are listening in today and are part of Resurgent Church or would love to sow into this mission that we have here at Resurgent right here in Montreal to see hearts revived and relationships restored and culture reformed and neighborhoods and nations reawakened. That's happening right here in our city and even where you are carrying this gospel of grace wherever God has called you. If you would love to give into this ministry online over at resurgent.church, there's opportunities and ways to give. And we would just want to thank you and bless you one more time for your seed and your investment into the soil of this province here in Canada as we serve the people that we love in this city and beyond. We thank you, friends, for your generosity. Why don't you go today in the name of Jesus Christ? commissioned by his power with the love of the father at the core of who you are today as you go on your way we love you we thank you